You're listening to The Dworkin Report, and I'm your host, Scott Dworkin. I am tremendously privileged to present to you this exclusive interview with rock icon Peter Frampton. I'm not sure if you'll be able to tell by listening to this podcast, but I'm a complete fanboy of his. We spoke about Peter's amazing career, his finale tour, and as he surprisingly told us about, we talked about the first four albums he's recorded recently. Peter even hinted that there's more to come because he's still on the top of his game and his band is rolling. I even got to ask him about his tips for aspiring musicians that want to be the next guitar hero and, of course, a question about the state of politics in America today. But before we start, I'd like to ask you to check out the link to my new book series, Meet the Candidates 2020, authored by this podcast producer, Grant Stern. I'm the series editor, and each book starts with an essay that I've written about the top six Democratic candidates for president. The books are a great portrait of each candidate. Grant looks under every rock, search engine, and even into the Internet Archive to paint that portrait with lots of facts, policy, and the history that you truly need to understand the top Democratic candidates for president in 2020. Check out meetthecandidates2020.com to see all of the books. All six are on shelves today in your local bookstores, Barnes & Noble, or on Amazon. And you can find our blog posts and more information on Twitter at MTC2020Series. That's at MTC2020Series. Peter Frampton's finale, The Farewell Tour, runs through October, and you can find out more about it and his new album, All Blues, on his website at frampton.com slash live. So I hope you'll enjoy my chat with Peter Frampton. Take a listen. I'm here with rock legend, and I hope you're okay with me calling you that. Uh, You are. uh, Peter Frampton, whose farewell tour will arrive after 50 years on the road, which will come to an end this October in California. That being said, can you tell our listeners a little bit about what it's like being a rock legend? Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) I'm kind of used to it now. (laughs) It's just, I'm just me, you know. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a really huge question. Um, I'm a musician. I've been a musician ever since I was eight years old and, and took to it pretty quickly. And so I've had ups and downs and in my career, and I've I've had um, people screaming to get their hands on me, and I've had people cross the street <laughs> that didn't like my music. So you know, it's it, no, I'm joking, but I mean, <laughs> I, I've been everywhere in this business, up and down and sideways. So I, I'm just me. I'm just a the same old person I was. Um, with just a lot of experience of of the ups and downs of this business, um, which is crazy, you know. And I've seen a lot of changes, and but right now I think this is the this is the best place I've I've ever been. I, I I'm enjoying, um, uh, you know, the the acceptance of my music um, still at this this stage of my career. So I'm very lucky, and I, I'm I'm full of gratitude for for where I am. So it's hard to say what it's like to be a legend because I don't think of myself that way. I just think of myself as you better learn that lick for tomorrow, you know? So I'm still on my own case here. And that's what makes you a legend. Exactly that. Uh, (laughs) and, And so a lot of musicians I've spoken with, it took them a while to figure out 
like, oh, wow, like I can actually do this professionally. It seems like you jumped into it pretty early in life um, at a professional level. Was that like, was it very quick to stardom or was it a long, grueling haul? I know that it's been up and down through the career, but like at the beginning, did it kind of vault, you know, really quickly into stardom or, or was it grueling? What was it like? Oh, a little bit of everything there. I mean, I have traveled in the van with the gear push, you know, coming forward as you, as you put the brakes on too hard. So, I mean, <laughs> so, uh, we, I've been my own road, road crew, like with the rest of the band, as well as, you know, uh, traveled in a first class everywhere. So, I mean, it's, it's very, uh, uh, for me, things happened, um, pretty quickly because, um, when I um, joined my first professional band, I dropped out of high school when I was 16. And so, uh, and then the band that I, I joined um, had about a year of a residency at the Marquee Club in London. And then we were, quote unquote, uh, we were discovered. And uh, managers and record producers and record companies all came in and um within uh during the year late 67 68 the herd which was the band um had you know reached uh top of the pops basically we were on every week and we had three huge hits and then from that um i left that band and formed humble pie with steve marriott Greg Gridley and Jerry Shirley. And um, that was pretty much, um, we were a success before we started, kind of, very accepted straight away. And then, you know, after I'd been with that band and we'd had quite a bit of success, I left that band and went solo. So it's pretty, it happened pretty quickly for me. Humble Pie took five albums to hit uh, with Rock in the Fillmore being a live record. And then it was the fifth record for me, solo career, comes a live hit. So there's something about that, that live thing there with both, both bands. So, um, yeah, and that was it, really. Um, that's, that set everything off um, to where we are now. Find out more about Meet the Candidates 2020, my new book series of voter guides, authored by Dworkin Report producer Grant Stern. It's the only place you can read my opinion and a factual portrait of each major Democratic candidate in one place. Buy the book now at the link inside this episode's notes at grantstern.com or your local Barnes & Noble. Thanks again for your support. Let's get back to the show. So now you have a new album, double album, All Blues. It hit the charts hard, de- debuting at number one on the blues charts and staying strong at number one for 10 weeks and counting. When did you decide to do this album and, and why? Well, um, I- I've known uh, Steve Miller since I was um, probably between The Herd and-, and Humble Pie around that area, 70, 71, something like that. And, uh, well, actually, it would have been, yeah, would have still been Humble Pie. And um, so I met him in England because he was being produced by uh, Glenn Johns, who was producing Humble Pie at the time. And um, so uh, I, we played together many times over the years, but uh, we decided a few years ago that it was time we did a whole tour together, a uh, whole summer uh, amphitheater tour, which we did. And then it was so successful, we did it 
two years in a row. And during that period, Steve um, asked me to come and play some blues numbers within his show as well. So I'd do my, we'd do our show, then I'd come on in the middle and do, do three to six, depending on what we felt like, each night. And um, it really got me into wanting to go back and uh, play the blues again. And so when uh, after the, the second tour with Steve, we're on our way home after... There were 71 shows last year with, uh, well, nearly all with Steve. And um, and then I said, well, look, let's take a week off, 10 days, and um, let's go into my studio in Nashville and cut a blues record. Everybody choose your favorite blues songs and submit them. And that's exactly what we did. So in, we instead of doing one, we did enough tracks for two, more than two, actually, and all live in the studio. So when you came in and you said, that's the take, it was done. You know, all you had to do was mix it. So uh, maybe maybe touch up uh, uh, a few parts here and there, but basically the whole thing was, was finished. And um, so we cut through it very quickly. And then after we'd done two blues albums, we said, well, we've got to keep going. So we started to do an instrumental record, which is also in the can. And then after that, um, we we started on my next solo record. <laughs> so we have four albums in the can right now. And um, this is, I, I guess, my inspiration and um, uh, has come from the fact that I do have, I do have a ticking clock um, in the back of my head. And... Um, saying, you know, uh, my my playing career is now limited further than it normally would be due to age. So so uh, I want to play as much as I can, as long as I can. So that's why I, <laughs> I tell the audience that, we, yeah, we got four ads, uh, albums in the can. I hope you like me. Because <laughs> <laughs> once I'm not here, there's going to be a lot that I am here, <laughs> you know, out there. So... And, you know, we're planning on recording some more when I get, I haven't finished. I, I just, it's given me the, the impetus to, uh, and the excitement to go in with my band. I have to hand it to my band that have been just phenomenal. It's the same band on the stage as you, you hear on All Blues, and it's just phenomenal. So we are on a roll, and as long as we roll, we roll, you know? And you, with you having this ticking clock, I, I, I've had the same thing before where I had an expiration date. It did not happen, obviously. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 36 and th that was 12 years ago where they were like, you are not going to make it through this. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't done all this stuff. Like, does it make the shows that you're doing now so much more special with the fans and like everything you're experiencing just much better, you know, the, the experience itself? I think everyone in the room, including us on stage, knows what this is we're about to do before we come on. And while we're on there, there is a different, this tour, there's a completely different vibe. Not that I never felt, I didn't feel the love from the audience before, but it's, it's something extra. There's an encouragement, a, uh, a wanting to help vibe that's coming from the audience to the stage. And it's not gone unnoticed and it makes the shows all that more special every night. And I thank them at the end because of that. And, uh, it's just been, uh, I, I, I don't have enough gratitude for, for, for the, um, 
sentiments that are coming um, uh, telepathically to me. I feel it. I, I really do every night. And um, it is telepathy, I think, but it's it's something that we all feel. The band feels it, too. So it's I can't thank everybody enough. It's it's a wonderful experience. And um, I hope, you know, to see them again. I can't say that, but realistically, but um, it, it's it's a phenomenal experience. Right. No, it it, uh, it seems like that. The energy seems palpable. And, and, you know, many years ago, you became a U.S. citizen and you live in Nashville today. Are there any feelings you have about politics in America and the U.K.? I don't want to get you in trouble, obviously, but. Like, no, I'm already about... in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best joke I've heard. Yeah, that's yeah nice. I mean, you know. Shut up and play. I've heard so many times, and and I just you know find that ridiculous. But but um, I, I'm uh, very worried about where we are right now, and um, we need to. Uh, my feelings, my personal feelings are, um, the sooner this this president, or as I call him, the resident, um, as soon as the resident can we can get him out of there the better obviously i mean it, it, it for, for for you and i that's obvious uh for a lot of other people unfortunately it isn't so and i can't understand why they don't see it um but that's about all i'll say you know i change is desperately necessary and thank you for answering that i appreciate that uh are there any kind of words of wisdom you you can share with uh, aspiring musicians out there as to you know people who are trying to make it because um, there's a lot of musicians that have asked me to ask that question, and I, I'm curious as well as to um, any kind of advice you can give people who are who are trying to be you, basically. Um, I think um, uh, it's much more easy, much more difficult to. It was much easier for me um, back in the '60s, uh, starting out, because the whole paradigm was the record sales and all that was completely different and um so i i would say that my biggest fear is for um a creative artist whether it be a band or, or, or solo or duo whatever to um forsake their uh passion for what they really want to do um in order to get somewhere you know do something that was a producer told them they should sound like this. Um, I, I just always feel that uh, you should always be yourself. And if if you're not part of the, you know, um, uh, fads are to be uh, are to be um, uh, made, not to to be followed. You know, um, I I think you have to be unique. Um, and and. It, the 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 danger is that people will come along. Oh yeah, well you're real good, but you need to sound like this because that's not the way to make it. You you make you make a new trend. You don't follow it. Is there anything else that we may have missed here that uh, you wanted to say? This is as I say, it's it's just a great time of my life, really. Um, as as weird as that might sound, um, I just feel being at the top of my game. This still at this point in my life is is uh i'm just very grateful for for the career i've had and and i'm enjoying every moment of this tour well i'm very grateful for you taking the time today you know i i'm a gigantic fan as i as i've told you 
and uh, I appreciate your music. It's amazing and obviously legendary. And then I just want to thank you again for, you know, all you've done for the last few decades and changing rock and roll and, and what it stands for and also, you know, making a lasting difference forever in music. Um, oh, well, that's that's very nice of you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for doing this, Peter. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. I want to thank Peter Frampton for taking the time out of his tour to talk with us today. His new album, All Blues, is linked in the podcast notes, which you can also find on twerkinreport.com. I'd like to thank my producer, Grant Stern, for all his hard work on this. You can follow him at Grant Stern. You can check out our website for a book series, meetthecandidates2020.com. Thank you again to everybody for all of your support. Thanks for making us charted in dozens of countries across the world. And thanks for making us one of the most listened to podcasts under news and politics on iTunes. Onward! Onward!